0: All oh,
1: right. In a world.
0: Ah, oh, that's F! Do you have some sort of businesswoman special? Describe your perfect day. I'd have to say April 25th. She doesn't even go here. Hey, it's Nikki Jensen. And Brie Piccone. And we're Late, Late to the, the party. party, a weekly podcast about our obsession with film, fashion, and pop culture. So hey Nick. Hey Brie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How's how's it going? It is going
1: good. Yeah, can't complain. We just watched Mamma Mia. I know.
0: Ah. So yeah, I don't know. Life is, is good when me. you can watch Mamma Mia. Exactly. I'm. We're gonna get into the weeds because this episode we're doing a movie club on Mama Mia, and um. And I don't think there's a bad time. I'll see the stage play. I will see like a shitty version of the stage play. I'll watch this movie, "Mamma Mia," here we go again. Listen to the soundtrack, even Pierce Brosnan's bits. Play the sing along. Oh, I love it all. Yes, but uh, but before we get into "Mamma Mia," anything new with you? What's been going on in the life of Brie? Mm, I don't know.
1: Working, breaking things at work, you know. <laughs> um, maybe some side hustling, you know. Nice. What's
0: your, what's your side hustle? Photography.
1: Yeah, yeah. Been doing dabbling, you know. Nice. Dibble dabbling. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I feel like if I talk about it too much, I'll I'll drink it. So I'm like,
0: I don't know. Weird. I understand that. I have things where where I. You know, I feel like if I, like, verbalize them before they're ready or before it's out. Yeah. It, like. It's a curse. It's <laughs> cursed or something. Or not even that. It's just, like, in my mind. I'm like, Ugh. It feels weird. It feels icky. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
1: Like, I can't talk about <laughs> things until they actually happen. I don't know.
0: No, I relate. I can totally relate. Cool. Well, what's been happening with you? Nothing. Yeah, in particular Are you um, having a better week? Oh yeah last week sucked I don't know if um if y'all catch like caught the um 2003 Academy Awards episode last week but I was on the struggle bus mm. I like had an infection and I was on antibiotics so I felt like death all last week so I'm back baby Woo! I feel like a person again I feel like myself I feel like I I don't know. I actually feel, like, a lot more thankful. Well, no? like, that I'm, I don't know, that I'm, like, moving alive. <laughs> I mean, I was alive, but I really felt terrible, so. You weren't living. I really wasn't. Like, ugh. I don't know. I didn't realize being on antibiotics could do that to you. But I'm not going to bore you with all, like, the. <laughs> all the details? All the details. But, um, but, yeah. Oh, I did, um. To so my boyfriend and I did watch Scream oh. 5 again, and I feel very vindicated. That, that was also – the week got better once Thursday hit, and, um, and yeah, like, he hates – or not hates, but he saw the flaws in Scream 5 just like I did the first time. Yes. And just like you saw. I feel like I, – I, I've seen the tides turn on the internet, too, but, like – I feel like for, like, a hot second, when the first came out, everyone was so quick to defend this movie that wasn't that good. And mm. and as time goes on, it becomes safer to say that, like, Scream 5 wasn't that good. Yeah.
1: So I feel very vindicated in that way. That's all. Well, that that's a win. I mean, hey.
0: It's the small victories, right? Right.
1: Well, that is great news. I'm glad that you're having a better week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know you're like breaking stuff, but <laughs> I know you're, like listening to Limp Biscuit break stuff all the time and just exactly. really taking it to heart. But I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean, things aren't that bad, really, when you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are they gonna do? Actually, I don't want to say anything. <laughs>
0: I'm like so paranoid. I'm like,
1: they're I don't gonna find change.
0: you. They're gonna find me. Uh, but hard segue. Yeah. So, this has actually been a really big week for, like, pop culture news, if you're really, like, into the aughts like we are. Yeah. So, topic number one, Benefer got engaged. Benefer 2.0. Because they were engaged back in, like, 2002, 2003, but now they're engaged again. And it's like we're living in 2003 again. (laughs) And I'm excited. I'm here for it. I don't know. I, I really I really like Benefer. Maybe for all the wrong reasons, but I really enjoy them. Is it for the publicity? What do you mean?
1: Like, is it the, you know, like how the paparazzi around them, you know, it's just like a, I don't know. You said for all the wrong reasons. So like, what are the wrong
0: reasons? I mean, like, I like it because it's nostalgic and like, it's not, I don't, well, I don't really care about Jennifer Lopez like that or Ben Affleck. Mm. Um I mean I like JLo all right. I like Ben Affleck all right, but I'm not like invested in them as a couple in that way. It's more like nostalgic and I also think it's really romantic. Like someone like you know, they they were like in love in like 2004 or, like whatever and then they they came back together. I think that's really oddly romantic but i don't know anything about their lives it is it is beautiful in a way i i know
1: i feel the same way like i know i said a lot of things about ben affleck earlier you hate ben affleck what's up with that i I don't know if i hate him it's just his face annoys me and i think it's his his squinty eyes or his expressions like he's just um i don't know i like i just i feel like j-lo i just feel like she's hot and she's up here and then i feel like ben affleck he's just like yeah He's okay. Like, he just... his. I don't know what his personality is like. I feel like... Th- does he have one? I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too harsh.
0: Maybe I just have a personal vendetta against Ben Affleck and I'm just... I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I agree. I, I don't know about Ben Affleck as, like, a... We were talking about this earlier. He kind of seems like... He doesn't have like those kind eyes. He just has squinty eyes. So, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. It's it, it's not like a kind eye. I don't know. It, I feel like he's like, he like Paul Rudd without the charm or something. You Paul know what Red's I mean? Paul Rudd's the best though. Yeah, I love Paul Rudd. He's not a Paul Rudd for me. Yeah, no, Paul Rudd's, but I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is that I just can't get on with Ben Affleck. But I I like the idea of Benifer, but it's, like, Ben Affleck separately, like, by himself. It's,
0: like, I don't know. Well, like, his on-screen persona and how he is painted in the media isn't really flattering. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the last – before Affleck and before, like, his brief, like, romance with Ana de Armas, like, he was kind of known for, like – Getting the cringy Phoenix back tattoo, going to Duncan a lot. And then that like article that came out where like he was like, Yeah, I like am an alcoholic and mm-hmm. had a gambling addiction. And then he badmouthed Jennifer Gardner, that, even though she okay. like took him to rehab and that after part, they were, like broken up. Yeah. Sorry. No, that part I
1: think <laughs> is where I was like, I do remember that and learning about that and being like Uh Uh-uh. No one says nothing about Jennifer Garner. I don't know. Not Jenna Rink. Yeah.
0: Not Alias. Exactly. (laughs) But I agree.
1: Like... But at the same time, I think the story is really romantic.
0: So I have, like, dual feelings. I also think that is Ben Affleck a Leo? Is he? Oh my god, are they both Leos? Because I feel like they give off. And this is where I'll probably lose you. But, like, what? Oh, no, go ahead. Well, they just both give off very Leo energy. I think, like, they both, in their own ways, especially JLo, just loves attention. And I think, like, they love the spotlight. What? They are both Leos. Yes! You called it. I'm vindicated about so many things. <laughs> Better for both being Leo, Scream 5 being trash. Wow. So <laughs> I am thankful to be alive. <laughs> um. No, they just give off very, like, very leo energy that's all i know what you're saying and i, I don't know that everything about them is just heightened and i think they deserve each other yeah for better or for
1: worse i mean they're an interesting couple i i don't hate it i just i just want jlo to be happy and she's been searching you know she doesn't need a man you know Mm-mm. and her love don't cost a thing <laughs>
0: But no, I don't know. I did you see the ring? I did. It's a pretty big rock. I really like this ring. I'm not like an engagement ring person. Mm-hmm. But I like this ring a lot. It's it's green or peridot, which is which the, is our um birthstone. Our birthstone. Yeah, because we're Leo's. Because we are also Leos, just like JLo and Ben <laughs> But more importantly, Breeze like Ben Affleck. What? There's so many parallels.
1: Oh, boy. Is it the lack of expression in my eyes?
0: Yes. That, both being Leo's, both having hair, Oh yeah. and both having Phoenix back tattoos. I was
1: going to say, it's the back tattoo for me. You just
0: get so much Dunkin' Donuts because you're from Boston. I used to. I really used to drink that crack juice. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. You- uh, I do. There's it's such like there's such a showman's element, like the um, major announcement on the JLo.com tweet Jennifer Lopez sent out. Didn't you have
1: to also like sign up early to like see the what it was going to be? What the announcement yes.
0: was? Yes. What? What is this Benefer 2.0 thing? Is this like the metaverse, though? What if it's not real? Like, what if this is...
1: Like, it's staged? Or we're just in a simulation? Uh, Maybe.
0: Either one. I'm... I don't know. It's so interesting. I don't know. That's a lot of Leo energy. It feels unreal. But it's happening. I don't know. And you know what else is unreal? Kind of unreal. Hmm. It seems weird. It seems weird that, like... Did you hear the Britney Spears news... I have not. Tell me. Oh, my God. I get to break to you the Britney Spears news? Break it to me. Okay, Brie. Britney Spears announced that she is pregnant with her third child. What? Yeah, Britney Spears is having another kid with that guy. With the the model guy. That... I don't know. He gives me weird vibes, but we don't have to go down that road. (laughs) I think we should. We should go down all the roads. I mean, I do think it's very interesting that, without going too much into it, that Britney Spears' fiancé, boyfriend, whatever, dude, he did – so she's out of the conservatorship now, but he did on her dime buy, like, a really expensive watch and was, like, flaunting it on Instagram. For himself? Yeah. I don't don't know. Something gives me weird vibes about him, and he's an aspiring actor. (gasps) Red flag. Red flag. But anyway, she's – she got – she's getting what she wants like she remember the to raise a family show? yeah yeah and like before they weren't letting her have another kid basically and she wanted one so good for brittany good for her let her live her life i love brittany i just want her to be happy And you too i just want ben affleck to also be <laughs> happy no <laughs> only if it makes j-lo happy <laughs> Any other, like, pop y newsy bits? Um, hmm. Also, can I just say, again, I am very disturbed by that Twitter video of J-Lo. I'm not sorry to beat a dead horse. What the hell is that? I don't know, girl.
1: (laughs) J-Lo? She's she's living her life? Getting... I don't know. It's it's hyping it up.
0: Why are you hyping up your engagement? Like, also, her and Ben Affleck this time around have been so low-key. Unless she's calling the paparazzi. Go ahead. I was going to say,
1: wasn't part of the problem in their relationship in the first place that it was, like, too public? or like Mm -hmm. I know I read somewhere that... I don't know if it was her that said she regretted it or if he regretted, like, being in that music video. To I, I and Oh, I'm, Jenny from the block where Ben likes touching her booty? Uh, <laughs> Iconic. I know. But I just don't know. I'm confused by them. Do they want the spotlight or do they not? Because they are Leos, and it's clear that they want the spotlight to me. Yeah, Who are they kidding? Like, come on. I mean, and they're celebrities. Like, I know that it must be difficult.
0: Like, I don't know. But celebrity is not the same. I mean, granted, it is Jennifer Lopez. But maybe the... the, I don't know. The times have changed so much. Are the paparazzi still, like, a real thing? I don't believe... Are they? Because celebrities
1: have, like, Instagrams now. Like, they're their own kind of paparazzi. They share things. Or at least a lot of them do willingly. I don't think... There's people with cameras just stalking people
0: anymore, like, not like they used to. Not Not in gaggles. I mean, unless you're, like, a Kardashian. Because, because nowadays, I, what was I, like, I I forget what it was, but, like, nowadays don't celebrities actually have to call in the paparazzi? It's, like, a lot more premeditated than you'd think. Nowadays, we're, like, in, like, 2007, like, peak paparazzi time. Like, when Britney Spears was getting hounded, like, she wasn't calling them. They were just really, like, stalking her.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I- you're correct. I don't know. It's a different time. I would have to look into it more, though, to really understand the world of paparazzi in 2022.
0: Same, but I... This Bennifer, th- I mean, we'll stay tuned. We're going to see benefit 2.0 play out. I, I f- have a feeling. I'm kind of
1: rooting for them, though. Like, I just think it's a cool story. Like, maybe they're meant to be. I don't know.
0: I say if you're in love with someone from 2004, you should marry them. Right? That's all. I- yeah. I think so. Um, But speaking of the 2000s, Hmm. This week on Movie Club, we're discussing the 2008 movie musical Mamma Mia. Yeah. Yeah. Starring... Mamma Mia. (laughs) Starring Meryl Streep, Amanda Seyfried, Colin Firth, Pierce Brosnan, a slew of other amazing actors. Yeah. Christine Baranski. Baranski.
1: Uh... Who else? I want to say Judy Dench, but I know it's a different Judy. Julie
0: Waters. Oh, it's Julie. Oh, well, shoot. Uh, okay. Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, who else? So many, so many people. But uh, but yeah, Mama Mia. So like, let's take a a trip back to two thousand eight. Yeah, it was a good year. I remember that year. I I was in high school. I we just got into high school. Yeah. So. We made it. (laughs) We made it. To the big time. To the big leagues. No. But, um, Uh. so did you see Mamma Mia when it came out? I did. I remember seeing it in theaters and I remember loving it
1: and just being like, whoa. Because I think I told you, like, at the very end, like, the end credits where they're, like, dancing in the, um, well, they're singing Mamma Mia, Mm -hmm. right? And they have, like, their, like their costumes on the the dynamos have their you know like the blue
0: mm-hmm.
1: Luke's yeah it's very
0: like Mark Jacob's like 2016 collection
1: yeah. It's fabulous. But I just remember, I had a flash because it's like when Meryl Streep points and she's pointing to the audience and she's like looking and pointing and I, I felt like she pointed at me like when I saw it the first time in theaters because it's on the big screen and I swear we made eye contact. I was like, wow. <laughs> and I was like, wow, she's so great in this movie.
0: No, I don't know. I really loved Meryl Streep in this movie. But I love Meryl Streep to begin with. I think about Meryl Streep a lot. I think because last week we saw The Hours. Oh, yeah. It just got me thinking about how great Meryl Streep is same but uh (laughs) but yeah But but yeah where were you 2008 in 2008 yeah i would have just gotten into high school um yeah in 2008 i was on the indie sleaze train i was you know probably being cringe somewhere with side bangs but i was also a theater nerd so, I remember being really excited to see Mama Mia because, well, well, one, I grew up like singing to my anyone that would listen. Like, there's videos of me that my dad have, has shown me from when I was like five singing ABBA.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I love that. But then, I so I loved ABBA, like ABBA Gold, when that, you know, was like that, like that CD. Mm-hmm. And then. I discovered the 18s, which were really popular when I was five. Do you remember the 18s? We went went to that
1: concert together. Oh, yeah.
0: We saw Aaron Carter in the 18s. Yeah. And we got their autographs. Yeah. (laughs) Felt so cool then. I did. I think that was my first concert. It was my first concert. Yeah. But but yeah, so I was obsessed with – all in all, I was obsessed with ABBA. And then I was a theater kid. So I was, you know – obsessed with mama Mia the stage play mm-hmm. so then when mama Mia the movie came out I was just like all in and I'd listen to the soundtrack all the time and just like just like blared in my room and sing like really embarrassingly <laughs> but I was also like raised by a lot of like middle-aged women mm-hmm. so like that's who we probably saw mama Mia with yeah and um I don't know they love mama Mia middle-aged women love mama Mia so I just feel like I don't know it
1: just it, – it was bound to happen. It was your destiny.
0: So have we – which kind of an offshoot. Bri, yeah. have we talked about Coastal Grandmas on the podcast or just in real life?
1: I don't remember because I thought we were ta- going to talk about it on the podcast, but I don't know if we actually did because we've talked about it a lot in real life. So I don't know if we have.
0: Because like – okay, so Coastal Grandma is this thing on TikTok. It's a joke. But it's, like, it kind of coincides with, like, the NMCU, the Nancy Myers Cinematic Universe. Totally. That we, we have created. We've created. <laughs> um, we are. Are we Thanos? Whoever. I don't know. I don't like Marvel like that. Um, which is very Coastal Grandma, very NMCU. Mm-hmm. I feel like Martin Scorsese is in this. I don't know why. He's just here. Yeah. Hating Marvel movies. Hating Marvel movies. Eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like him and Nancy Myers are are friends in a weird parallel universe. Anyways, I swear I'm not on drugs this week. And last week <laughs> <thing> I was. <laughs> I know am like nodding along. I'm like, I'm following, <laughs> I don't know. It's something I've created in my head. Um, but okay. So the coastal grandma Nancy Myers cinematic universe lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also a part of that. Is being a middle aged woman who likes to watch Mamma Mia. Oh yeah. Like I feel like that's just like a given in along that trajectory. Totally. Because this movie, all of those ladies are so coastal grandmaing. Mm-hmm. They're drinking white wine all the time. They're in Greece. They're laughing. <laughs> exactly. They're, They're just... living, laughing, and loving. But <laughs> not in a chooky way.
1: No, like in a real way. Yes, and they're wearing button-down shirts,
0: overalls. What else? One of them has an Anna Wintour-style bob that I found out was a wig today, and I was really <gasps> depressed. That hurt me. <laughs> I was so hurt by that information. Like Kristen
1: Ber- or Christine Baranski's hair was a wig the whole time or because
0: sometimes the bangs look a little shorter so i'm really confused what's going on but. i think he was awake the whole time because you know those photos of um the Mama mia after party like the cast after party like the rap party yeah christian Moransky has blonde hair
1: i never noticed that yeah i mean i kind of figured she had blonde hair around that time but still i just she looks good in dark hair i think that's her natural
0: color right or no I think so. I don't know. She looks she's wears both pretty well. She does. I mean, Christine Baranski is a queen though. She is. All these wi- all these women and men are so good. Can we Ah, oh, okay. Put a pin in that, brainless. Do you have a special relationship with ABBA?
1: Um only since watching Mamma Mia. I think I mean, I've always dug the song Mamma Mia or what's another one that's uh Dancing Queen? Dancing Queen that's the one okay I've always loved Dancing Queen that's that's one that's always spoken to me but all the other songs that I wasn't really eh, I wasn't really aware of them but once I saw Mamma Mia I was hooked you know and I'm like you know what yes yes I'm a fan of ABBA
0: <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right so you're an ABBA fan via Mamma Mia yeah and I'm a Mamma Mia fan via ABBA yeah wow so. So before we, like I said before we go oh, to Greece, right? <laughs> before we, you know, d- like
1: take our sailboats,
0: yeah, take a chance on Mamma Mia. Um let's talk about 2008. So yeah, IGN described 2008 as one of the biggest years ever for movies. Um they said 2008 was the year when the comic book movie genre not only hit its zenith, but also gained critical respectability thanks to The Dark Knight. Animated films also proved a huge draw for film gores, with Pixar's WALL-E becoming not only the highest-grossing tune, but also the most lauded. Things got off on the right foot with the monster movie madness of Cloverfield, and Marvel got down to business laying the groundwork for their superhero team up the Avengers, with the blockbuster hit from with the blockbuster hit Iron Man, and their respectable attempt at rebooting The Incredible Hulk. The games-to-film genre took a hit this year, with only Max Payne proving to be a worthy adaptation of the source material. And we also saw the highly anticipated big-screen returns of iconic characters like Batman, James Bond, Indiana Jones, and some were more successful than others. 2008 was a really big year for film.
1: It was. And I do remember
0: Batman. I... You know I do. The Dark Knight it it really did change the game for comic book movies and superhero movies.
1: That was a big one.
0: Yeah. And Iron Man as well. So. Oh yeah, that was the same year too. Yeah. Like, wow. But yeah. can I be honest? Yeah. Just like reading that. Yeah. And you know, we're going to get into like the box office mojo of it all. I have never seen Wally Wally. <laughs> I, I also haven't. I just
1: remember all the the previews where he's just like,
0: Wally. I, I saw, like, the previews. You know, this is, like, one of the last years I can remember where, like, movie campaigns, like, movie marketing was huge. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess, like, one of the last years where everyone probably knew what big movies were coming out that month. I was going to say, yeah, like all the movies. I feel like nowadays it's only like a
1: couple of big movies that I know about. And then I'm like, what are these other ones? Yeah.
0: No, it was, I don't know. It was a good year. Good time to be alive. I know. What was your favorite film from 2008? Um, Besides Mamma Mia, of course. uh, (laughs) Probably The Dark Knight, because
1: I remember thinking about that movie for a long time. And you know I love Batman. And I just remember seeing it in theaters and being, like, blown away. And, yeah. Yeah. It's probably still one of my favorite Batman movies. Just, it's it's the best one. I feel like it's so good. I feel like it's just the perfect mix. Like, I feel like the one that came out most recent is a little too dark for me, honestly. It was good. Hmm. But it's, like, I don't know. I I like Batman to be more, like can't be i know this it wasn't exactly like that but it was more like it wasn't as it was dark but it was still some ba- there was some balance some room to breathe i don't know if that, that makes sense i don't know if you know what I know i'm what saying what you mean
0: maybe it was the action packedness of it it doesn't rest as far as that like i haven't seen the dark knight in so long i feel like the dark knight what kind of set that apart from the rest what's heath letter's performance yeah um, and like that kind of opened the like threshold or like the doors for what like how good of a performance and how how much you can get into like a superhero movie character, superhero yeah. villain. Like I don't know. It it changed the caliber of acting, I guess. But um what was I gonna say? I watched The Dark Knight Rises recently. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that one as well. And I really enjoy like Christopher Nolan's like vision for Batman. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, it's not it's not campy, it's not like a Tim Burton no. Or a Joel Schumacher Batman and Robin. It's nothing like that. But there is it's so action packed. Mhm. And it doesn't rest. I feel like the new Batman it's is a lot of resting. So so red like yeah it's it is like a it's matt reeve's take on like a noir yeah detective movie and it just happens to be batman uh, robert is batman you know
1: yeah but yeah i don't know that was a good movie though i really like the dark knight oh what was your favorite though of 2008 was it it can't mm. also be the dark knight can it it could be but
0: it's it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm just... it's not <laughs> Uh, what am I what came out in two thousand eight okay, the sex in the city movie came out in two thousand eight, which I was a big fan of Shopping the labels, the uh. love. <laughs> anyway um yeah, I loved that movie. I loved Wanted came out that year I really liked Wanted Angelina Jolie I remember okay yeah. uh, what else? I know I'm trying to rack what else my brain came out in two thousand eight like. I know, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull came out. I didn't think it was as bad as people said, but I didn't love it. It
1: it was my first Indiana Jones movie that I had what? seen. I, yeah, that was my introduction to Indiana Jones. and Over I was like, here. oh, pretty good, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh,
0: cool. Luck. I know, I'm trying to, like, think, but... Hmm... I mean, there was movies that I enjoyed. Oh, Slumdog Millionaire came out that year. That was a really good movie. I still haven't seen that movie. I've heard so many good things. Yeah, Rachel Getting Married came out that year. That was really great. Great performance by Anne Hathaway. Hmm. Um, The Duchess. I remember that one. Oh, is that Keira Knightley? Mm Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. I don't know if it was... It was okay. It was...
1: The Boy in the Striped Pajamas was 2008? I've never seen that movie. They made us watch it in school. That would make sense now that I think about it, because the timing of it. Because it would have just came out, and I don't know.
0: It's a sad one. (laughs) From what I remember. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was a good... It was a good year
1: good year sorry i'm not trying to break it down yeah
0: <laughs> no what well, that year i was really i was i loved movies i've always loved movies i feel like in 2008 i was so preoccupied though with like warp tour oh yeah and i was i don't know i i was really into music i think oh, okay that makes sense um yeah. Or, like, Gossip Girl. <laughs> I was, and like, there's two sides of the coin. I was, like, really into, like, seeing, like, emo bands, but I was also watching Gossip Girl a lot. <laughs> two different moods. Because I think that was, like, season two of Gossip Girl with, like, the provocative campaigns mm. where it was, like, had the really risque photos of, like, Blake Lively and whats their faces and they're like, it's bad for you. I don't know. Ooh. So... I was all about that. Did you have a Gossip Girl poster? I did not. Oh, okay. But I really did love – the oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I did. I had <laughs> – it wasn't a poster. It was clippings of those provocative ads. That's what it was. Because I, re- I thought they were so badass. I remember them
1: in your room or, like, on your cork board, like, on your door or something. Yeah. Like I do remember. I'm like, huh, what is this show? This is too racy for me. I can't watch. You're
0: such a goody two-shoes. <laughs> that was 2008. <laughs>
1: That's embarrassing.
0: But I was all about Mama Mia still. Like, no shame. I was like, I'm going to put all this aside. I'm not a cool kid in the cool kid club because it's Mama Mia time. Amen. Which I'm still like that.
1: I, uh, this movie, I just, I don't know. I love it so much. I don't even know how many times I've seen it. I've lost count at this point. I've seen it a lot. And we watched it today with the director's commentary.
0: We did. Which was so interesting. I feel like we were talking about this. Like we've been watching a lot of quote unquote homework movies mm-hmm. for the Oscars episodes. And we, we, Brie and I, the whole time, we ragged on the hours. I mean, we loved it, but we made fun of everything <laughs> in the hours to each other. And we watched Mama Mia tonight with our glasses on, like pen and paper. Dead silent. Dead silent. <laughs> And we both of us, I caught us both during certain times in the movie going, hmm, 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 hmm. We're like, yes, indubitably. Yeah, like we're like gonna be um, be quizzed later too. We've sat through a lecture about Mamma Mia. That's how
1: I felt. I was like, oh, I gotta remember this for the quiz.
0: <laughs> oh, real life, there's no quizzes. Oh man, but. Yeah. Want to get into the synopsis? Sure.
1: So, Mamma Mia, promoted as Mamma Mia the Movie, is a 2008 jukebox musical romantic comedy film directed by, is it Felita? 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 I I would say Felita is my guess. Felita. Okay. (laughs) By Felita Lloyd and written by Katherine Johnson, based on her book from the 1999 musical of the same name. Um, the film is based on the songs of pop group ABBA, with additional music composed by ABBA members Benny Anderson. And the film features an ensemble cast. Ah. the film features an ensemble cast including Christine Baranski, Pierce Brosnan, Dominic Cooper, Colin Firth, Amanda Seyfried, S- Stellan Skarsgård, Meryl, Sch- oh, Meryl- <laughs> Oh my god all of a sudden have you read before <laughs> I'm just no i don't i mean reading to the class is not my strong suit like in school i'd be like oh please pass by me but we'd have to go around and read from the book and be like oh yikes!"
0: this is not school Bree. yes like, it is you're an adult we it's just
1: studied the movie i'm being quizzed later oh <sighs> anyway meryl streep and julie walters and the plot follows a young bride-to-be who invites three men to her upcoming wedding with the possibility that any one of them could be her father. That's Mamma Mia.
0: Wow. Which I love. I think it's so, okay, it could be viewed as cheesy, but I think it's so creative that was a Catherine Johnson mm-hmm. came up with this idea for her book that turned into a musical You know, just listening to these ABBA songs, like, now they're synonymous with Mamma Mia, the musical. But just listening to those songs in the before times, Mm -hmm. which it wouldn't have been before times, but before I recognized that there was, like, a – what is the word? Like, when I was a kid, I didn't – I knew there was a Mamma Mia musical, but I didn't know anything about it. Okay. So I just took these ABBA songs, like the greatest hits, as songs, but now I can. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's just so cool that, like, Katherine Johnson took, sorry, I don't know why I'm, like, hard with words, that she took these songs and made a story out of them. It's really fun, and it's a really, like, it's a really cute story, too. I love it. it. I guess it's, like, they did that, I guess...
1: Across the universe, that came later, Mm -hmm. but that concept of just taking music and making it, weaving it into a story, I don't know, it just works so well, like, with Mamma Mia so well.
0: Wait, was Across the Universe, was Julie Taymor inspired by Mamma Mia, the stage play? (laughs) I'd like to think so. I don't know, but... Like, I I know the movies, like, Across the Universe movie-wise came out before Mamma Mia. But, like, were they, did, I don't know, in this weird scenario, did Julie Taymor just catch, like, a a Broadway showing of Mamma Mia one day and think, hmm, the Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, Mama Mia! opened the weekend of July 18th to 20th, 2008. And, ah, oh, this is a fun, a fun weekend. So, it opened at number two. Um, number one for that weekend was The Dark Knight. Two Mama Mia! And third for the box office was Hancock. And then rounding out the top five is Journey to the Center of the Earth. And Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. My favorite. <laughs> really? Hellboy. No.
1: I've never seen Hellboy. I haven't either. I've just seen way too many posters and, and ads. And I'm just like, he just annoyed me. So I probably really? won't watch that one either. I was
0: always confused because Hellboy just looks like Ron Perlman in real life. He does. And I, I don't know. I don't know why that's also always bothered me i've heard hell boys really good but but yeah i was surprised to find out that mamma mia actually was the fifth highest grossing movie of 2008 as it deserves to be right i'm so glad people went and saw this movie in droves right ah oh, to see it in theaters again ah, oh, i would i would pay money I would pay oh my god to do the sing along, you know, when they have like the sing along versions. <laughs> that's I hate those things. Like that's cheesy, corny, cheese ball fest. Mm-hmm. But I would do that unabashedly without shame to go see Mamma Mia like sing along in a movie theater with a bunch of old women. It, <sighs> same. It's like don't threaten me with a good time. Like <sighs> ugh. I'm trying to think those
1: other movies um I don't remember seeing... I haven't
0: seen any of those. Yeah. So, Mama Mia won. <laughs> yeah, what about the reviews, Brie? Well, okay, so
1: on Rotten Tomatoes, the film holds an approval rating of 55% based on 183 reviews and an average rating of five point five point six out of 10. I feel like it should be a little higher. I agree. That's a little bit... That's a little... I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. They don't have taste, obviously. Obviously not. Was this just at the time too, or just is that now? Because I disagree with these ratings. Rid- <laughs> um, it says the website's critical consensus reads: "The jukebox film, this jukebox musical, is full of fluffy fun, but rough singing voices, and it can't be toned. Might not make you feel like you can dance the whole ninety minutes. I, I, I completely disagree
0: with that." no this movie is very fun and i think you'd have to be blind and deaf no offense to like not have some fun with this film i completely agree i'm like what in the world
1: you can dance
0: the whole 90 minutes what are they talking about i also think like the rough singing voices make this film so much more fun oddly they're not even that rough, though. I mean, they're a little,
1: they're not, like, perfect, but they're, like, not, like, um, cringy. Uh, I beg to differ.
0: Pierce Brosnan? Yikes.
1: Okay. Pierce Brosnan is cringy.
0: But you know what? Can I say? Like, Mama Mia, as far as the casting, it really reminds me of if a bunch of, like, the world's biggest movie stars Mm -hmm. were cast in a high school play like you know how like in a high school play there's always the one popular dude that gets the lead that can't sing but everyone loves him because he's so charming that's pierce brosnan that's pierce brosnan like this tone also facilitates that because it is like a rom-com with abba music hmm it's not like the like Tom Hooper version of Les Mis where it's so dark and serious and a serious musical where you have to buy into them singing every line and there's no real dialogue. It's just music. Yeah. And then that's when like a Russell Crowe singing terribly is kind of like a slog. It's like, God, kill me now. Like, oh my God, Russell Crowe cannot sing. But here, P- Pierce Brosnan's, like, mm. super fun. You're like, yeah, that man can't sing. Get it. Get it, 007, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it makes it
1: way more fun. I don't think it's supposed to be too, like, yeah, it's, like, not serious. Like, it's, I don't know. I like that it's not, like, a. I like that they sing off-tune sometimes, and I don't know. It, it adds to it. They don't know what... These, these reviews are terrible. <laughs> Zero stars. <laughs> I Review these reviews. the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, it says... Um, let's see. It's a variety stated that some stars, especially the bouncy and rejuvenated Streep, seem better suited for musical comedy than others, including Brosnan and Skarsgård. Brosnan especially was savaged by many critics. His singing was compared to a water buffalo. Um, That's what they said in New York Magazine. A donkey brang, the Philadelphia Inquirer, and a wounded raccoon, the Miami Herald. Wow. (laughs) And Matt Brunson of Creative Loafing Charlotte said, he looks physically pained, choking out the lyrics as if he's been subjected to a prostate exam just outside of the camera's eye.
0: (laughs) And that's why it's so good. That's why it's so fun.
1: He does look slightly in pain. He's doing this, like, thing with his eye. He's like, ugh. Like, the space that he makes when he's singing and trying to be like, oh. Like, with his rock star voice. He's like, I don't
0: know. It was so funny in the commentary. Phyllis Lloyd was like, Pierce Brosnan is singing, like, Tom Waits. And a rock star. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that part got me, like.
1: I think last time I watched this movie, too, I laughed at that part, but it was even funnier with the commentary. I don't know.
0: Uh, He's a rock
1: star up there. I'm
0: here for it. Oh, my gosh. No, I (gasps) think it was fun. So, like, and this kind of reminded me of you, Brie. Yeah? Because Meryl Streep took opera lessons. Ooh. Like, as a child. And as an adult, she'd sung in, well, she sang in Postcards from the Edge, Silkwood, Death Becomes Her, and Prairie Home Companion. And she was a fan of Mamma Mia. And after seeing the show on Broadway in September 2001, she said that she found the show to be an affirmation of life in the midst of destruction of 9-11. Which is like, wow. Wow. (laughs) If Meryl Streep can think this movie is, like, hopeful. The cr- Rotten Tomatoes can suck it. Like, jeez, like Meryl Streep, the most uh, Oscar-like nominated actress of all time. Mm-hmm. If she finds like a depth in mom, or like a solace in mama mia, like
1: why can't y'all? Right, jeez, quit like critiquing this movie so seriously. And Hell just yeah.
0: yeah, I do think like ten years ago we didn't view camp. The same way we do now
1: yeah it was probably viewed in a different lens a little more harsher lens but i don't know i thought it was amazing the first time i saw it and i still think it's amazing so job well done i
0: know Bravo. Bravo.
1: <laughs> wow i love that though i love that she saw it on broadway and just it spoke to her and then a few years down the line, she's, like, in
0: the leading role. Yeah. Or one of them. I would say she's the The? She is the lead to me. I know, like, on the movie cover, it's Amanda Seyfried, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Meryl Streep as Donna kind of steals the show for me. Yeah. Personally.
1: I feel like Meryl Streep steals the show no matter what she's in. I think so.
0: She's such a great actress. Except, okay, she was great in Silkwood. I will say Cher kind of steals the show from her in that. In S- Silkwood? I haven't seen that. It's very good.
1: Another Meryl Streep and Cher movie. And fun <laughs> fact Mama Mia, the second Mama Mia. Has, here we go
0: again. <laughs> here we go. Cher, play. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> Cher! Cher! i'm gonna combust sorry brie a <laughs> share plays share who's like 10 years older than meryl streep if that plays meryl streep's mother in Mamma mia 2 oh so iconic do we need to watch
1: Mamma mia 2 as well to follow this up are we we're i think we're watching we it like in two weeks that's right no i totally forgot which Bruce shares in
0: Mamma Mia 2. It's a great idea. Singing yeah. Fernando. I feel like I'm going to die.
1: I know. I just, I'm so excited.
0: Oh, man. so Let's talk the cast, then, since we're talking Meryl Streep. Okay. Meryl Streep is Donna.
1: Amazing. Completely believable. Full of, like, I don't know it's It's hard not to like her, you know, and sympathize with her. But also her like, the performance she gives is so strong, and she's like so into it. like and it was cool watching it with the director's commentary too, like hearing how she was actually like climbing the walls and singing at the same time and like all the Meryl Streep things that she does, you know, that she brings to the table. I agree. I think Meryl Streep really heightens this movie. To be honest, I can't imagine anyone else playing the role of Donna. It wouldn't
0: be the same. I mean, I can, but I think Meryl Streep does play it. It's like with such authenticity and like such in like a Meryl Streep way, where she treats Donna like a real person. And it's probably really easy easy to um you know be like oh it's Mamma Mia, and just kind of. Just kind of play it on one plane. But I th- think Meryl Streep kind of, she really like digs deep. Mm-hmm. And, like, I really love that scene where she finds out that the three men are there. Yeah. In Greece. And, like, her friends are consoling her. And she actually, like, it looks like she's actually, like, been crying. And she has, like, a red nose. Yeah. And I just feel like she adds, I don't know, she just adds some like um like a like a not just her but i think her performance it just like it grounds it is what i'm trying to say
1: yeah i know what you mean like it's it's like realistic everyone else is kind of just like fooling around they're like having a good old time but she's like the emotional depth in her character is like i feel like it's beyond Almost beyond everyone else's. I guess Amanda Seyfried's like. It, it, you do see her, like yeah. kind of do the same kind of thing too. But it's Meryl Streep. I don't know.
0: Well, and also like Amanda Seyfried does get to play against Meryl Streep. Yeah. As an actor, and like I, she's good. I really like her, a lot. Um, but that one scene where Meryl Streep and Amanda Seyfried are, like Donna and Sophie mm-hmm. are um talking about the wedding and should it happen essentially and they're having like a fight Mm mm-hmm amanda seyfried does a really good job in that scene but playing against meryl and i think maybe i don't know when you're working with really good actors i i think you get you just play off each other yeah you know that's true and Meryl Streep is all in. Like, you can tell she is all in on this movie. Like, listening to the commentary, she – the winner-takes-it-all scene, she, like, sang it so many different times on, like, the – like, she went to the different soundstage, she went on location. Like, she was just, like, really trying to figure out the emotional depth of the song. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do – especially Meryl – like, you don't have to do it for this movie. It's not asked of you, but she's like – yeah. She went
1: all in. She went all in. And I'm so grateful. Because I feel like it makes the movie so much better. Like, you know what I mean? Just, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I agree. It gives it
1: more like, well, because like, the movie, and I didn't really think about this till we watched it again with the commentary, and I didn't realize how there is like this juxtaposition of just like, a comedy, like a musical kind of comedy, but there's also like it's kind of like a drama in a way, or like there's like serious how did how did she put it? It was um I don't know if serious is the right word, but like I think tonally there's like two tones.
0: There's two tones. I also think kind of what she was talking about she meaning Phyllis Lloyd, the director was an in- in this film, especially the scenes with Meryl Streep in it, um, it's a fun romp, always, and it's very fast-paced and everything. Yeah. But performance-wise, it's a human performance. It's not how she worded it, but it's very... It just has layers, so quickly Meryl Streep will go from being like really campy and cheeky mm-hmm. to very serious to very playful again. I feel
1: like that would be really hard, like, as an actor to do and, like, to turn that off and on. Like, how do you flip like that? Because, like, I don't know. I don't know. Life can be like that sometimes. But it's, like, I feel like it's not, like, a natural, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? To, like, make it happen? I don't know.
0: I think in life, in my opinion, life would probably be easy. And on, like, as an actor, that would be very hard. Mm Mm-hmm. To yeah. find the nuances. And uh, I know we're talking about Mama Mia here. <laughs> we talked we've seen a lot of Oscar winning films and we've talked about them on this podcast. Uh-huh. We haven't gotten this in depth into acting <laughs> about any of those, but I do feel like it's a really like it's a testament to Meryl Streep, but also Julie Walters and Christine Bransky, how they play this, but we, we can talk about them in a second because they're great too. Yeah. But there's so much nuance in their performance and a lot of layers. Right. And and that's That's what acting is. That's what acting is. And like you can read things on on paper and you could read it one way you can interpret it one way and just play that. Mm -hmm. But to take the time like Meryl Streep did to I don't know just to play around with it and to to really like do those new I don't know I think it's really cool I that's harder that's probably way harder than like no offense but like a, like reading a beautiful mind and or whatever because you're all, you're staying in
1: like one kind of headspace or like tone and yeah yeah uh, I don't know Neural stoops just the best
0: yeah. No. And oh, she's so good. <laughs> oh, but so what did you think about the friends, the dynamos? Loved them.
1: I love their different personalities and I like their dynamic within the group. Like, it's just really fun. Um, Like, I love Christine Bransky anyway. And I don't know. I think it's funny because she's kind of I guess a little more like high maintenance but also kind of like bougie and like what um fabulous really and then you've got um Julie Walters' character is, right um and she's like the opposite she's like given no fucks and she's just like I don't know she's a cookbook author and a free spirit she's a free spirit yeah she wears some questionable outfits. <laughs> and I love that. I don't know. And I love their friendship and how they just, I don't know, come together for for Donna. And I, I love when they all sing together. And and they were really good, too, with, um, you know, being comedic and also being able to be serious when needed. But oh, really... their performances are really fun. I feel like they make the movie
0: very fun. Yeah, I feel like they provide a lot of, like, comedic relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like also when they're on screen, it is like they're, it is like you're Sophie. hmm And they're, like, your aunties. Yeah. Like, you know you're taken care of if there's a scene with them in it. You're like, oh, we're going to have a good time and we're safe and this is going to be fun.
1: <laughs> this is a safe space. Yeah. I feel that. I'm trying to think of any other notable performances.
0: We did talk about Pierce Brosnan. We did. Um, what are your thoughts on the other two men? Uh, Colin Firth and then um Stellan Sarsgaard. They were good. They were fine. I like Colin Firth then I like him in anything, to be honest.
1: Yeah, there's something about him. It's kind of sweet and charming. And the other guy, he was okay. He was pretty funny.
0: He had Good timing. I really like Stellan Sarsgaard, especially in a role like this. Like, he gets to really, like, let loose. Same with Pierce Brosnan, like, coming off, like, 007 (laughs) and and whatever else he's been in. To be honest, I've never seen a Pierce Brosnan movie other than, like, the James Bonds. I,
1: yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've seen him somewhere, like, I saw him in one movie
0: with Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how she does it. Is that what it's called? Something like that. Probably. But I thought you were just making a statement. You're like, I don't know how she does it. Like, No, I think that's what the movie's called. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I haven't seen a lot of Pierce Brosnan movies. But I was charmed. All of these three men I are very
1: charming. It's an all-star cast. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of anyone in the cast that I was like, meh. I mean, maybe the boyfriend or the fiance a little. I'm like, yeah, he didn't really do much for me. But he, doesn't, he didn't get a lot of screen time. He
0: didn't. I think he's cute. He's cute. I don't know. He looked. He has a good body. <laughs> um. I mean, I've seen him in other things, though, and he's a very good actor. Dominic Cooper. Mm. So. Yeah. Like, he's more of an actor now. So, maybe this was like one of his first. I think this. Yeah. He was just starting out. Oh, there we go. Fresh face. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What about Amanda Seyfried as Sophie? Oh, yeah.
1: Duh. I'm like, I feel like we're forgetting someone. Duh.
0: No, her. Sophie. Oh.
1: No, she was great. I loved Amanda Seyfried. Like, she just... I like her anyway. But I feel like she did a really good job. And I remember at the time watching it thinking it was kind of... You could relate, you know? Because, I don't know. She's a young person. She's, like, trying to figure out who she is. I don't know. She don't know who her daddy is. We, we. Well, maybe we haven't all been there, but, like, some of us have. I've been there. Um, I don't know. So I feel, I don't know. I thought she did a good job. Uh, her blue eyes are just so expressive,
0: you know, she has, like, that. I don't know. Yeah. No, I really enjoy Amanda Seyfried, and I love her as Sophie. Like, Sophie's one of those roles that's so fun anyways, and I think her voice is well-suited to Apple music.
1: It is. I, it's crazy. I forget that, like, everyone really sang with their real
0: voices because they, they do sound really good to me. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, out of everyone in the cast, Amanda Seyfried has the technically best singing voice. It's very... It's... it's Her voice
1: has a quality that's really, like... I don't know how to put it, but, like, melodic, maybe? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's very, very, like, Little Mermaid to me as far as her singing voice. That's what
1: I was thinking. I was picturing Ariel going like, ah, ah, ah you know, and she's like, yeah. whatever she's, I don't know. Like,
0: her vocal range is very Ariel. Yeah, for sure. Like, the best way. And I think, I think as someone that all their life has been shamed for not being a belter, <laughs> it is very nice to hear someone like Amanda Seyfried just sing with her, like, kind of vibrato and just, like, a nice melodic voice, Disney yeah. princess voice. See, everyone doesn't have to be Adele or Whitney Houston. I know I'm making this very personal. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Nick. You're like... <sighs> oh, I feel you,
1: though. Like, not everyone can belt, and not everyone should belt.
0: No, I really do love, like, the delicate, but in a way powerful voice she has. It's very nice. I agree. There's
1: something really sweet about it. And I liked how they did that. Like, the bookend of the movie. Like, her singing in the beginning with, um...
0: Oh, I Have a Dream in the beginning and the end. Yeah.
1: You can't belt that song. It's not going to be the same. Nah. That
0: was beautiful. I don't know. She's, she's so, like feminine and like wide-eyed and and i don't know i I think she's really great for this role
1: plus i feel like i don't know it was she just looks like she could be donna's daughter like they i just feel like that the you know like in movies when you see like uh, a mother-daughter combo or whatever like you're like oh they they don't even resemble but like something i don't know if it's just like the hair i know they don't look a whole lot alike in the face but something
0: about the styling of their hair and I don't know. They did a good job with that too. I mean, like typically in the stage production, Mama Mia, like they usually have dark hair. But mm-hmm. I loved, I loved the take, like the sun-kissed, like wavy blonde hair mm-hmm. for Meryl Streep and Amanda Seyfried. I think you're right. It, it is just that blonde wavy hair that you're, you're like, weak. you're like, they look alike. It's like the texture of their hair yeah. is so.
1: It looks like the same, like. I'm like oh,
0: I also think, and I don't know. Person, I don't. I wasn't there. I don't <laughs> know for a fact. But oh, to be a fly on the wall. But Amanda Seyfried, the way she looks at Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. is like mother daughter. I don't know if that's like her, like being like oh, f- oh fuck. I'm like
1: acting with Meryl Streep. Right. I wonder how many times does that go through your mind? Because isn't there a scene too where like Meryl Streep basically, she's had to sit on her lap while she paints Mm her toes like a real intimate moment. Like, I feel like I'd be freaking out. I don't know how I'd keep my cool. Like, I'd just probably pass out.
0: But I think that could also work. Like, Amanda, (laughs) like, you could look, you could do the Amanda Seyfried thing where you just like look like you deeply admire this woman (laughs) that's playing your mother. So I think it could work. Or pass out. Or, I yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. So, what about the, like, just the scenery of, like, I know some of it was shot on a soundstage in England, but Greece. Can we talk about the setting? Yeah. The Villa Donna.
1: Oh, my God. It's beautiful. I didn't know. Well, I know, like, in a lot, in most movies, they do build sets and stuff. So, I get it. But I kind of thought maybe they built somewhere in Greece or something around it. Like, I didn't know that they shot, like, anywhere but Greece. I, they stitched it together really well, built the set very beautifully, and it just, it all flows together. Like, I couldn't tell. The Greece shots are beautiful, though. I want to go to Greece.
0: Yeah. Ah. I love the idea of a Villa Donna, just, like, owning your own rink and ink motel in Greece. That is like the dream. I think we.
1: I, I've always said this. Whenever we're like older and retire or something, we should just like live in Greece. Just live out the rest of our lives in Greece. A hundred percent. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, have like a a hotel or of sorts, or just, you know,
0: we could start a group. <laughs> we'll do it the opposite, like order, like yes. <laughs> We will not have any fun in our youth (laughs) and only have fun in our mid to late 40s. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, boy.
1: But, yeah, no, it is a beautiful setting. You cannot deny. um, You can almost feel the sun on your face watching the movie and the
0: breeze drifting by. You really can. I I actually really love – I know listening to the commentary – um, The director was talking about, well, I I can't believe some of the night looking shots were shot in the day. Movie magic. I am mind blown. But also she was saying that on set it was so hot mm. and I never picked up on that. But I do really love it because you can tell all the actors are sweating, mm-hmm. but it looks really realistic. This is like the only movie musical I've seen and I've seen a lot. Don't like a lot of them, but I've seen a lot. They look like real people doing real things, a soundstage or on location. Like they, they like they're sweating out there. They're just living life. They're looking like humans. Yeah, it's really it's really fun. I
1: love that. I just kind of figured it was part of the the characters or the setting. Like I didn't really think about it being like a filming thing. Like, oh, they're in scorching heat and. I don't know. It's fun. You're just like a part of their world. I know. It just felt realistic to me. Like, I'm sure Greece must get pretty warm. I mean, all of them were schwitzing. so. (laughs) Yeah. But the water's right there. You just gotta dive on it. Oh, yeah. Like those men
0: with the flippers. Exactly. Which, can we talk musical scenes? Like, musical moments? Yes. What's your favorite... What's your favorite number?
1: Mmm this is this is hard cuz there's so many good ones um i mean the end one's really great but a super trooper's great too oh gosh sorry i just i am it's it's a tough call in a way i really i do like the scene like with the mother daughter like the slipping through my fingers cuz i remember that always gets me in the feels for some reason But as far as, like, bops go, maybe Super Troopers or Take a Chance on Me.
0: (laughs) Take a Chance on Me is so fun.
1: It's just so fun. Is that going to be you, Brie, when you're older? Are you going to be Julie Walters? Hundo P. (laughs) I feel like my style is already leaning towards, like, whatever her style is. Funky Coastal Grandma.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. With her Bangles t-shirt. Yeah. Her sensible shoes. Her Clarks sandals. Exactly. You know what? Actually, you know
1: what? My favorite musical number is probably when they're all, like, dressing up and, like, trying to cheer up Donna.
0: A Dancing Queen?
1: Dancing Queen. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's legitimately my favorite. I think that makes me the happiest when I watch it. Like, it just gets me going. And I'm
0: like, yes! It's so good. I love it from, yeah, the moment where they're trying to cheer her up and, like, Christine Bransky and, like, Julie Walters are, like, dressing up to when they all are jump... Like, when Meryl's jumping on the bed to when they're all doing, like, the Madonna choreography out of the, <laughs> you know, out of the Villadonna. Exactly. I love it.
1: I feel like it's, like, a peak point of the movie. Like, I know there's a few other ones but I feel like that one for me is just like well I think because it starts like she's kind of in a low spot and then it like lifts you up and it's like I guess the power of
0: like a you know like well you know it's Friday night and the lights are low and you're <laughs> looking out for a place to go <laughs> yeah exactly and you know you can, you can dance mm-hmm. you can jive having the time of your life see you the- back Girl, watch that scene. The The Dancing dancing Queen. queen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's hard not to be in a good mood when that song's playing.
0: I also think that song's so good. That's like the ABBA song, too. I don't know. That song's perfect. Dancing Queen by AB is perfect. Do
1: you remember when we watched this last time without commentary and just sang through the whole movie and got <laughs> up? We basically did what they did in
0: the movie. Yes. We jumped up on the
1: bed. We like twirled around. We were like doing choreo. Like it was insane.
0: We were. I brie. I like. Um. There. I. I feel like we had our own sing along. It like, felt like a it. lot of times when we watch this movie, it's like our own sing along. I love it.
1: I was a little upset with the comment. Like, I love the commentary, but I did think there would be more music. But they they don't. They give you little snippets of the songs. Yeah, because she gets she talks. I mean, that's
0: that's commentary. the point. But she talks throughout the whole, like all the musical numbers. Yeah. But I just want to bop because <laughs> they're so good. Because ABBA music is so great and timeless. So I, I agree. I had like a little
1: bit of frustration. I'm like, oh, because it would start like. It would fade out her voice and she would let the song play for like maybe 15 seconds and then she'd start talking again and be like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're not going to sing this entire song. It's I fine. I like
0: to sing all the songs. I know. Because I know all the words. <laughs> well, we'll have to do that later. You will. I will. Um, I like, so my favorites are Dancing Queen and I like Does Your Mother Know, the Christine Baranski, like flirting with a younger man. And the younger man's, like, coming on to her and she's being, like, a cougar. That was so fun. It's so fun. And I love – those are my two favorites. But I do love um, Lay All Your Love On Me. I do – there's something about that song that I really like. Mm. And I also love that – because I know Dominic Cooper and Amanda Seyfried were dating in real life. Like, they did it for years after Mamma Mia. Oh, wow. So I do, like, like love the chemistry between mm-hmm. those two. But my favorite part is that, like, the choreography is so sensual. Uh-huh. And they're, like, slinking towards each other. And then, like, the scuba men <laughs> just pop out. And with their flip-flops, like, their big, like, scuba Steve gear. And they're, like, what are they called? The flippers? The flippers, yeah.
1: They're just, like, dancing. I love that. They were in perfect, like, synchronicity, too, when they were on that little pier. They're like, tung, tung. like They're the perfect cock block. I, like, love it. <laughs> they, like, literally scoop him up, too, like, physically. They just, like, pick him up and I don't know. I don't know where they take him. Who's to
0: say? Oh. But. So much fun. Yeah. And it's not my favorite song, but I do love the way they shot Vulevu at the hen party. Mm. where she's like they're doing a lot of you know kind of trying to tell the story of like missing she doesn't know who her father is and she's like which one's gonna give me away yeah and she's like disoriented but they're doing the greek circles like the dance around her to Voulez-vous, and i think that's a really cool scene that was really cool Yeah,
1: I liked how that was shot, too, because you do get that kind of sense of, like, a little bit of anxiety. You're like, ah, get me out of here. Like, this is a little overwhelming. It's a little too much. Uh But it's also some bops going on. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. I liked that, too. The hen party. and She's like, hey, no men are allowed. Get out of here. (laughs) It's for the ladies only. Which I thought it was crazy when they, like, Kind of kidnap the guy, like, the those three men. They, like, strap him down. I'm like, whoa, this is a little intense. At first you don't want men there, and then...
0: You want all the men there.
1: <laughs> the, the Only those men.
0: I don't know. It's like, make up your mind. You know, and I, I think... What is it? Our Last Summer. I think that song with them... Um, not to change gears quickly, though. But you were talking about sweet songs, like yeah. Slipping Through My Fingers. Mm-hmm. That just makes me think of because Dylan Sarsgaard and Amanda Seyfried on the boat. Yeah, or not Dylan Sarsgaard. Uh, Colin, Colin Firth. Yeah, sorry.
1: I knew what you meant. It was Dylan yeah. Sarsgaard's boat. It was his boat. They were on the boat. But I like, I like that song. I love like the, the telling the story of it. You know, that was cool. Yeah. No, I like that too. Just sweet. A little... Yeah. He whips out his guitar, which I thought was cool that he can play guitar, IRL. Colin Firth. Yeah. Oh, Kenny? Is that real? I think that's what they said. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Sorry, I maybe he wasn't paying attention at that point. <laughs> Him and Amanda Cifer. Cifer. I can never say her. I don't know. I think if it's I think about her name Seyfried? too much, I I mess I always it up. say Cifer. Cifer. There we go. I
0: don't.
1: I've heard Cifer before. I think that's how I used to say it. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Now this movie's just so fun. <gasps>
1: I don't know. It it always puts me in the best mood. Also, I I liked, I really enjoyed the commentary for getting all these fun facts because I have never sat through a whole movie commentary before. And like in the past when I've tried to watch the commentary, I get maybe five minutes in and I get bored and I get, I'm just like, no. So I don't know if it's just like this movie that, because I love it so much but it it made me think like I kind of want to watch more movies with commentary like ones that I've seen before yeah. and get more like into the director's mind or just like know what was happening on set cuz
0: this had so many fun stories. It did. No, I I'm like now I'm thinking I'm like looking at my Blu-rays right now and I'm like, "Oh, which which one of my Sofia Coppola's or like Darren Aronofsky does he do the commentary or does she do the commentary?" I'm like, "Ooh." I don't know. I I maybe I'll like dip into the world of movie commentary and that's how I'll watch the movies. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm here for it. We're getting so deep with the Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> this is long gone are the days of the penis song. <laughs> that got a shadow banned on TikTok. No. <laughs> I've been
1: really careful with the sound bites lately. I <laughs> oh I had some opportunities in the last episode and I I was like, you know what? Not this time. No more. Like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sexual
0: harassment's not a joke. Yeah, and Cameron Diaz is not a sexual harasser. Her character and the sweetest thing is, sorry I misspoke. I don't want to disrupt our disrespect, <laughs> you know, Fiona from Shrek. Exactly. Uh I want to hear the director's commentary on Shrek next. Don't get. Oh, man. I still want that ogre, like, font slut shirt. (laughs) I thought I were going to stop there. I was like, oh, wow. I still want that ogre. Shrek, come back. I need you. I still want that ogre. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Breathe. Yeah. Mamma Mia would only be better if Shrek was in it. <laughs>
1: oh my God, are you, are you suggesting a Shrek musical? And it's just a recast of Mamma Mia, but with the characters from Shrek.
0: I think instead of Shrek the Musical, they shouldn't have made songs. They Shrek the Musical should have just been Shrek singing "Abba." That's...
1: that would be that would be very interesting. I mean I I don't know, Write it, Nick. It
0: could work. <laughs> so many licensing issues, but you know what? I'll do it off 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 Broadway and like we'll this happen. We could do it at our local
1: theater. I'm sure I'm sure it would be fine. Oh my gosh.
0: I have some connections, I think. We can make this happen. There we go. Ah, well. <laughs> well, I better get on that. So, I like, see ya. <laughs>
1: get to it, Nick. Make that masterpiece.
0: Gotta get ogre it. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, what well, the shrek. What the shrek Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well Well, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next week. Um follow us on Instagram at the late to the party pod or send us a movie club suggestion at the late to the party pod at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at LTTP pod because late to the party is too long for for the Twitters. Um, but yeah, I'm Nikki Jensen and you can follow me at Nick D Jensen on all platforms,
1: and I'm Brie Picconi and you can follow me at Brie underscore Picconi on all platforms. So, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: we will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Oh <laughs>